Hey, this is Rick from Bite Size Pickleball. Let's talk more filling. When I left you last, former basketball coach Bobby Knight had just walked in the studio and thrown a few chairs. Apparently, he didn't think I was doing a good job. Bobby's style of coaching managed to scare my parents off, and they went out for a little Tai Chi to clear the bad Bobby mojo and left me with their baggage. Shh, shh. I'm working here. You know what they say, never work with kids or dogs. In the last podcast, I started this two-part episode talking about the inner critic, which I feel like hinders you from improving on your game. My position is that if you go easier on yourself, learn to be kinder to yourself in your process, you'll improve a lot faster than if you have a habit of beating yourself down. I'm not talking about being soft on yourself. You can still push yourself to the limit without being overbearing, but you need to learn to finesse the dynamic between the push and the self-harping. Remember, if I catch you getting down on yourself after you made an unforced error, where do you think I'm going with the next shot? And the next shot after that, until you get your sh- together. I never believed in the overbearing coach type instilling fear in us in order to push us to play better. I don't know about you, but I play a lot better when someone encourages me rather than puts fear in my bones. And that includes myself. You can still coach and point out a player's mistakes, including our own, while using praise. Meaning, you can praise yourself and you can still find the mistakes and work on them. Is it really necessary to throw chairs? In this case, we're talking about metaphorically throwing chairs at ourselves. Yo, what's that all about? Really simple. It's about growing up in a culture where being number one is the absolute most important thing we all strive for. Number two, loser. And then... We get to this new sport, and think about it. Most of us haven't taken up a new sport in a long time. Some of us maybe decades. And all of a sudden, along comes pickleball. And we become super impatient with ourselves. And we want to be great overnight. Of course, it doesn't happen that way. We get great when we put in the time. And then we need to be able to get the heck out of our own way, which is basically what this podcast is all about getting out of our own way so we can tap the greatness that awaits us. How do I suggest you get past this mind? Number one, forget wanting to win so badly. I think you'd be better served if you learn to focus more on your process and your own ability to be the best player you can be and let the results take care of themselves. Typically, when you work your butt off at anything and you simply do the best you can do, good things tend to come from it, and that includes a lot of victories on the pickleball court. If you're a dude, the other reason you're prone to beating yourself down is because you've grown up with the old adage, don't be a pussy, drummed into your psyche. And what that has done, it's caused you to hold all this emotion inside. And that emotion gets bottled up and it manifests itself on the court in the form of self-criticism, the inner critic. Because basically, don't be a pussy translates to don't be a whining loser. Look, you're definitely not a loser. However, you might be a little impatient with yourself or you know a lot. Again, I want to talk culture because now culture, our culture moves really fast and there are a lot of choices and a lot of information and a lot of stuff is going on in our lives and we're being bombarded with outside noise on a 24-7 basis. That outside noise, it bleeds into the inside and it not only distracts us, for instance, when we're on the pickleball court, but all the choices, the noise, the technological noise, 
it's ushered in a shorter attention span for all of us. And I know this because I notice it in myself. I used to be able to read a magazine from cover to cover. Now I just look at the pictures. So again, we've been playing pickleball for a few months, maybe even a year, and we're just not improving as fast as we want to be. And it frustrates the heck out of us because we want it now, now, now. Why isn't it happening now? One of the reasons it's not happening now is because our frustration holds us back. It really does, and we repeat it like it's a part of Groundhog's Day. Shh. I know you like chasing the groundhogs, but I'm working here, pal, okay? That's the dog's name, pal. In the last episode, I spoke about mantras and changing the inner dialogue to more along the lines of right here, right now, let's go over you suck, you can't do anything right, you pussy. I promise, if you choose hope over doom in your own mind, your game will grow so much faster. And I mean grow. When you're harsh on yourself, what you're doing is you're holding your entire being down. And it starts in your brain, and it manifests itself right down into your body in the very way you're clutching your paddle too tightly because you're frustrated, you're tense. Check in and see if you can catch yourself strangling your paddle sometime. If you catch it, that's the first step. That's awesome. Take a breath. Say to yourself, just relax. That's a mantra. Just relax. It's really simple. And if you repeat it often enough, you'll get to a place where you relax before you even commit the act of frustration. You will. That's what mantras do. Spend some time on them. Repeat them, repeat them, repeat them. And stop referring to yourself in your own name when you mess up. Come on, Rick. You could podcast better than this. Don't be a pussy. What? is definitely a sign that someone in your past implanted some bad mojo into your brain. Whoa. It could have been a coach, a parent, a sibling, or your own self because you were trying so effing hard to be number one and focusing too much at winning at all costs. And the cost is all this junk, this crap that adds up in our brain and our manifests in our physical body. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love winning. But I have no use for winning at the expense of another, unless they're total jerks. In that case, I'd love to kick their ass. I like winning because it's self-satisfying to me and feels super rewarding for how hard I've pushed myself to be great, to max my own potential. That's what I'm saying. Max your own potential. Focus on that. The rest will take care of itself. You want to get great at pickleball? Learn to trust that process. In fact, Learn to be that process, and you will get out of your own way. And know that the first step at going beyond any kind of negative behavior is recognizing it as it's happening. If you can't catch it then, that's okay, because you can go home, and you can play the game back in your mind, and you can find that moment where something went wrong, and maybe you reacted a little too, let's just say, strongly. Once you put the mind on rewind and you discover something, Oh, man, I almost broke my paddle on the fence. What's that all about? Take the time to unpack it. Then unpack it some more. By the way, that last question was my own. I smashed a paddle once. I went home and I thought, whoa, dude, what's that all about? It was simple. I wasn't getting my way, so I took it out of my paddle. What was my preferred way? I wanted to win, and I wasn't. Yep, big (laughs) effing baby. Can you catch yourself being an effing baby? 
Sure. Be bummed out for a few minutes after losing, but then get to work on it. Why did you lose? Ask yourself that. Why did I lose? How did the other players beat me? What can I do to improve so I don't keep repeating the same mistakes? Repeating yourself criticism is the same mistake, and it's such a big, fat waste of time. Time that can be better spent at improving your game. The Buddhists like to call a distracted mind the monkey mind. And I speak from experience when I tell you that my own monkeys spent a lot of time flinging crap around in my brain. And as I eventually learned to calm them down, sometimes with a banana or three, my game became way more relaxed, graceful, and effective. I often get players that say, man, you make it look so easy. One of the reasons is because I've worked with my monkey mind. In short, I also know this stuff works because I've been there. I'm not just some armchair sports writer talking about others from the sidelines. Okay, let's recap. Number one, catch yourself being negative toward yourself. Number two, change the inner dialogue from negative to a positive mantra. Number three, spend a little time unpacking your inner monkeys and bring some bananas. Number four, you're on your way to where I'll tell you where. The place every athlete longs for or should be longing for, especially if you're listening to this podcast. And that place is called The Zone, which we will cover in the next episode. Okay, okay, pal. We'll go chase some groundhogs. Over and out.